You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched it and watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run in that place and back. <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning, Tide Nation. This is the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. We are live and local and ready to get this Wednesday hump day, Christmas, two-day remove uh, show uh, since we will not be live on tomorrow and or uh, Friday. I want to take this time to make sure that I wish each and every one of you that listens uh, on the radio airways as well as tune in uh, on the social media accounts that I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Uh, But uh, definitely a a great day uh, to be alive and a great day to get to do what we get to do. I get to start every day off, first of all, uh, thanking the Lord for another opportunity to to be in this world and then get to come on and talk about Alabama sports, Alabama football mostly, but Alabama sports as a whole. Hey, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, I won't say it won't get no better because I want it to keep getting better, but it doesn't get much better than that. Lots of things happening in the sports world. Uh, news from the Plains, we'll talk about that. News on the uh, court. We'll talk about that and news in the award uh, arena for the Alabama Crimson Tide. But before we get into that conversation, I want to welcome you in and let you know that you can be a part of the conversation at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Taco Casa quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Go check them out for lunch and or dinner. Dine in, dine in, drive through or carry out. That's Taco Casa quality taste and value on the biggest cactus in town. And of course, if you're listening on social media, put your, your thoughts and your comments in and we'll work those into the program, just like a phone call as well. And hey, we also got a special um, guest with us today. Uh, Mr. James Ludeman is producing for Joe Gaither, so we'll be bringing him in in just a moment, and we'll conclude at the end of the program with Scotty Hollins, uh, the Johnson and Marshall Dentistry Christian Moment of the Week. Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries. Whew! That's, hey, James, got, I think I got it all covered, got it all laid out. Uh, how you doing this morning, sir? 
Good morning, Martin. Uh, glad to be here. And uh, man, it's it's uh, it's another beautiful day. It's a little chilly today, but uh, feels good. Ready to talk some sports. Well, it's a little chilly, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I yesterday I had a very weird experience talking about it being chilly. I defrosted my windows, James. Uh, got everything warmed up. Drove off, and my windows froze again. And I had to pull over. I had to not pull over. I had to stop at a stop sign, wait, and get all the ice off the second time. And I'm 50 years old. I don't think I've ever had that happen uh, at, at Al, uh, in the state of Alabama uh, on one of my vehicles. So, uh, But today, this morning, I've not had to be out in it yet as I'm coming from my home studio. But uh, it, it's definitely a little nippier than it normally is. James, you, you had an opportunity before we get into football uh, this morning uh, you had an opportunity to go see Alabama play last night. Um, interesting surroundings uh, around the game. Uh, but overall, Alabama basketball got a, another win. Um, you know, and sometimes you, you want them to, 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 to get some of these bigger wins. But as long as they keep getting W's and keep getting better, uh, we'll, we'll take that as well. Kind of give us a rundown of what happened at Alabama basketball last night. Yeah, it was really a tale of two halves. I mean, the first half, Alabama did not play well at all. Uh, shot kind of similarly to how they've been shooting the last couple games. Uh, but, man, that second half, I, I don't know what was said in that locker room by Coach Oates, but uh, Alabama came out firing. Uh, Jaden Shackelford ended up with 26 points um, and, and really led the way shooting. Reese got involved, even though his minutes have kind of been limited this year. Uh, which is kind of surprising as a senior, but his, his minutes, he's kind of been an off-the-bench help. Um, and, and the interesting part is John Petty uh, Jr. and James Rojas didn't dress for this game. Uh, coach said it was an in-house decision, but wouldn't really dive into it after that. But uh, they didn't seem to lose a beat last night in the second half. And, it, and if if Alabama can play with this kind of consistency uh, as they did in the second half last night, they're they're going to be able to compete against these bigger teams, you know, uh, these these Tennessees and and Kentucky potentially, and and, and these other SEC powerhouses. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see. But they've got to be they, they've got to be consistent. Absolutely. When you look at this, I think this team is missing some chemistry, um, and and sometimes you have to shake some things up. I don't know what in house decision means, uh, but. It typically uh, has to do with with some form of discipline or, or something. And hey, maybe maybe you getting to watch and see the team go on without you makes you more bought in. I don't know, if, you know, these guys are not bought in. I'm not saying they aren't, but uh, good to see Alabama without those two guys come out and play play well. Not not that they played a great team. But sometimes you look at how you play versus who you play uh, in the second half. Hopefully they can build off of that as they prepare to get into uh, SEC play. Who do they have up next? Uh, they start the SEC schedule. Actually, uh, they'll have Christmas off, obviously. They'll have this, uh, he said, Coach Oates said three days. And uh, Tuesday night in Coleman Coliseum, the SEC uh, part of the season begins against Ole Miss at uh, 830. Oh, well, looking forward to that. Um, and it's 
a very, very uh, interesting time. As uh, I think a lot of expectations and excitement around this basketball program. Uh, now they have to deliver on some consistency. And I'm sure, uh, James, you'll keep us in the loop on that. Other news uh, around the sports world, we'll get specifically to Alabama and uh, them getting highlights of uh, rewards of a great season. But um, other big news, or is it big news? Let me see. Um, when, you hire, when you fire a guy that makes $21 million, you go out and make a big splash, right? That's that's your goal, right? If you if you get rid of a guy that you just gave an extension to, yeah, okay. Uh, Auburn, did they make a big splash, Joe? I mean, uh, James, or are the is the majority of college football right now loving or laughing at Auburn for the hire they made? Sorry, I, I was talking to, to Pat there, but no, that's right. I, that's okay. no, no, no. I, I, uh, look, this is a weird hire. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> I, I was talking to you before the show. I, I, I put on the Twitter page uh, at Tyler one hundred point nine, of course, that we were doing this show, and one of the things I said in there was I put, we're going to talk about Auburn's splash in quotations higher, and yep. and it's it's just very weird. The whole situation is just. It's such an Auburn thing what they're doing right now. Yeah, I, I you know, I guess the question I have is because now they're saying they got the guy they wanted the entire time. Okay, they got the guy they wanted the entire time. To me, you should have just hired this guy and and never let those words come out of your mouth. You should have you, you, the, the phraseology should have been. We, we, we got a guy who can lead our program to the level we want to get to. But you should not have come out and said, this is the guy we wanted. Or you have allowed these other coaches to make you look like a fool. You have had um, uh, UAB's coach. You've had uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns coach, Napier and Clark both say, no, we're not coming to Auburn. We're staying where we're at. You've had uh, – Clemson, uh, Venable, you've had, had Sark not come. You you supposedly have been turned down twice by Freeze. If that is the case, if this was your guy, you should have been out saying we've not interviewed nor offered any of these guys. Or if we did interview them, we did not make them the offer. We are still waiting on our guy. And then when you hire that guy, you go, this is the guy we were working the entire time didn't know if we'd be able to draw him away from Boise, et cetera. But don't come out after you've been, you know, in the media for the last week or so with coach after coach saying that they've turned you down. It makes you look bad. It makes you it makes you really look, you know, makes you look sad. And so uh loving or laughing, what do you think? I think I think a huge portion of college football. Is laughing right now. And th this is what I equated it to, Joe, uh, when it comes to the Iron Bowl. Because the reality of it is, and and, and don't get me wrong, I grew up an Auburn fan uh, before, uh, long before I ever stepped foot on campus at the University of Alabama. I went to Auburn, and uh, had I graduated as a junior, I would have been an Auburn Tiger. 
Um, so I get the the family thing. I get the wanting to play there, and I get the wanting to beat Big Brother across the state. I get all of that because I I was there. But when I look at this this hire, let me let me equate it to to me and what I'm doing right now, James. I mean, I'm gonna call you James probably because. Uh, um, that's right. It is James. Joe is my normal producer. James, let me tell you what um, what I equate this to. Dan Patrick does an awesome job with both radio and, and doing his TV, Facebook Live, social media, right? Correct. This, when I look at what they did, it would be like somebody hiring me and expecting me to compete against Dan Patrick next fall. Doesn't mean that I can't do a good job, right? It doesn't mean I can't, but I don't have the resources. I don't have the experience. I don't have the base. I don't have any of those things to go against a guy like Dan Patrick in, 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 in the radio world. That's what Auburn just hired, James. They just hired a guy that... Could you imagine Coach Brian Harson sitting in a room and Nick Saban walks into that room and there's a recruit there? And he says, Hey, won't you come play for us at Auburn? I promise you, we're gonna we're gonna get to championship level. Well, Brian, where have you done that at? Oh, uh, well, I did it at Boise State. Uh, I did win the Sun Belt that one year I was at. Arkansas State when I followed Gus Malzahn there and I left after one year. I mean, I'm I'm not knocking Brian Harson, James. I think Brian Harson may be a good coach. I, I I really do. I just don't know that he's ready to compete at the level that Nick Saban is at right now. I I, I just where do you think this puts Auburn in terms of ranking in the SEC West? I, uh, just just off of one year. To be honest, I, I don't think it really changes. I mean, he, he's going to have to basically start from scratch with this team. I mean, he's going to have Bo Nix, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's just there's a lot of issues on both sides of the football for Auburn. And then here's the other problem. He's going to have to immediately come in, as you mentioned, and start recruiting right away. And he's already fighting Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, Clemson, you know, like these bigger name schools that have had success, and if I'm a if I'm a, a potential recruit, I'm I'm going to go to a school that's going to put me in the best chance to play at the next level. And Auburn doesn't do that, and they haven't done that in in a long time. And and it's you know it's really I, I feel bad for the guy in some ways, but then again, maybe we're wrong, and he just comes in here and completely changes the culture. And you know it may not happen this year, but. They could start to compete in the West maybe in two or three years. I, I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we could be completely wrong, and Auburn could come out of this saying, yeah, we hired the right guy. They they, they, they could, uh, totally. And he could come in and be an unbelievable guy. But you cannot tell me that when they fired him, Gus Malzahn, that the guy that they had penciled in as the must-get guy was Brian Harson. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's not no. that Brian Harson could be a bad coach. You just can't convince me that that's the guy you had at the top of your list. 
CJ Watson said, Martin, um, I'm loving and laughing. <laughs> so the Alabama folks are going to uh, have, have some fun with this. Uh, Curtis Lewis said, Auburn offered me and I turned it down to keep driving a truck. So, you know, the, the memes and the jokes are coming like crazy. But one thing that CJ Watson said, and this is what I totally agree with, and we'll get to break out to this. Um, when I made the comment about whether or not they're going to be saying they got their guy, he said, it is, you know, their athletic department will has said they got their guy in quotes, but man paying $21 million to hire the guy from Boise state and not Boise of old, who also happens to be the guy that followed Gus at Arkansas said is just a head scratcher. And I agree with that. This guy has a, you look at the numbers and the resume, you go, man, he's 69 and 19. He was 12 and 2 his last year. What what they play in the Mountain West or something like that? Uh, Boise was the the fly, they used to call it all the time, James, the fly in the ointment. Uh, that one team that legitimately could upset the BCS or uh, the college football playoffs. But since they've had the college football playoffs, Boise hasn't been that team. You've heard UCF, and then you hear Cincinnati. But that's the level that that Peterson had it at, and I don't think they've been at that level. They have been irrelevant to college football for the last five or six years. This guy was also the offensive coordinator that 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 was at Texas when Mac Jones, Mac uh, Brown, got ousted uh, because part of it was he was a co-offensive coordinator and they couldn't get anything done. I will say this. And I, because I, I don't want to be totally negative on on the Auburn hire, especially against him. Did they make this hire to invest in Bo Nix, and maybe they know that they need these next two years to be really good? And they went out and hired a quarterback coach, uh, that uh, OC that has played quarterback, that has coached quarterbacks, and had some success uh, with the quarterback position. That's what we have to wait and see. We're going to move on from that topic unless you want to bring it back up. Pat, thanks for your patience. I'll get you on the other side of the break. We're going to be talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide. A couple of awards came down. Did they get them right? Did they get them wrong? That conversation and more coming up next. What was the biggest snub? What was the shocker? We'll talk about that more with the SEC awards that came out on yesterday. Right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we don't see any problems on the roadways on this Wednesday morning. Traffic fairly light, but of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end saving spectacular is on now at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer, where their deals will make you say, wow, I'm Captain Ray. Clouds increasing today, Tuscaloosa's high at 64, becoming windy tonight with rain moving in, the low at 44. Tomorrow, windy and much colder, rain ending during the morning, temperatures dropping into the 30s. Christmas Day on Friday, sunny with a high at 41. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, 
service and creative ideas. They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. I'm Martin Houston, and I really get excited during football season, but nothing excites me as much as the Christmas holiday season. On behalf of the Alabama One family and the Martin Houston Show, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Please stop by one of our branch locations because we'll be open to serve you throughout the Christmas season. And don't forget, you can visit alabamaone.org. And once again, Merry Christmas from Alabama One, one together. Welcome back into the Martin Show. And uh, I had some interesting questions uh, asked about the Auburn job uh, during the break. Uh, one of the questions was, their line of thinking that they're going to get uh, a young coach in the likeness of uh, Lincoln Riley and uh, uh, others? But I don't think this guy, Lincoln Riley, wasn't even close to 44, so – that can't be it. This guy's kind of in between. Um, he's only, what, five, six years younger than Hugh Freeze. Uh, probably about him. Bill Clark is probably in that same age range. So I won't say I, I'm not going to give him, you know, that, that, that. I'm not going to give him that. I'm not going to say that they were thinking young. Because uh, if they were thinking young, Kevin Steele never would have been mentioned. Uh, Sark is a fairly young guy as well. Um, I don't think he's very old uh, either. So there's a lot of other young guys who have more of a uh, uh, success. To me, the biggest thing, uh, forget his coaching. James, how can this guy recruit against Nick Saban? I mean, he's not even from – I mean, part of recruiting is relationships. And if you don't have relationships, you have to have – recognition and what i mean by that is name recognition i i, I just i just don't see it Let, let's get to pat pat you in with the martin Hughes show what's on your mind man martin you just hit on what my guest in my conversation who has uh this guy rec- uh recruited in deuce creek to the carolinas uh who is who is he re- recruited from town creek alabama but more important who is he recruited from murphy in mobile alabama or Bryan High School, anywhere, anywhere in Mobile. But, hey, uh, I, you know. I don't even Pat. think that, Pat, I, it's not the Alabama that I, that you have to worry about. I mean, I, Auburn will get some guys from Alabama because you, you're growing up in this state, um, you know, you either want to go um, to, to Alabama or, you know, Auburn. Uh, as as a as a whole, so they'll get some of those Pat, but when it's a head to head, and a kid a kid's looking at, do I choose Alabama? Do I choose Auburn? And Nick Saban is saying, if you come here, you'll graduate, you'll you'll win championships, and you'll have an opportunity to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
consistently. What is the comeback to that for Auburn now? Uh, I mean, and it's been the same way for several years. Gus Malzahn has not been putting guys in the pros. If they're graduating at the same rate as Alabama, they don't talk about it, and they're definitely not winning championships. So, um, and, you know, Gus coming back, the difference between this guy, because you may say, well, they brought Gus in from uh, Arkansas State. The difference is Gus was what? Gus was a former national championship winning offensive coordinator in Alabama and at Auburn. So he had at least had a national name and national recognition because he coached Cam Newton in that Auburn team that had won uh, a national championship, Pat. So he had something. This guy comes from Boise State, and I'm telling you, the only people who knew his name were the Boise State fans and the people in the Mountain West Conference uh, as a whole. He's not a household name, and he didn't have to be a big-time, et cetera, but at least have something that once I look him up, something goes, wow, now that's why they hired him. And I don't see that. Yeah. Well, I do know this. I I have heard reports that by June, the stadium uh, carpet will be burnt orange. (laughs) I've heard that joke already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey, and with with orange pants and orange tops and orange helmets, they're going to be able to hide. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, maybe that's uh, why they hired him in in, in uh, Boise, orange and blue, a different yep, shade, but yep, nevertheless, yep. yeah, okay. That, hey, maybe that's it. So, <laughs> no, hey, Martin, hey, have a blessed Merry Christmas, sir, and uh, uh, and to your family as well. Have a good one. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right, just another quick comment on. Uh, Curtis Moore, the second, uh, so, uh, CJ was replying to a statement about them going young. And Curtis Moore, the second, uh, he says, that does create a different contrast to Saban than Gus does. He is certainly younger and hipper. You know what? Y'all know how long, James, do you know how long they've been saying that Nick Saban is going to retire and he's getting old? Oh, they say it every year. Like every, every offseason, every opportunity <laughs> they can. It's Nick Saban's done. He's over, and then he comes out and wins a natty. Yeah, and that, that there you go. Craig Wooden said, uh, "I wonder if they if if uh, he can hire his own staff." Curtis Lewis replying back, "They hired someone that allowed the good old money boys to control the pro- program." Craig Wooden said, "Exactly. Uh, you guys." Are, are nailing it. Uh, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Uh, it they, they hired who, because part of what I heard, James, is the reason Napier, because you, you look at Napier, this would have been a great move for him, in, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's a Saban guy. Uh, he, he's learned some of the things that Saban, you know, does and knows some of Saban's moves. And, you know, if you, if you're, if you're playing against somebody that's quicker than you in in basketball, James, if you know what their favorite moves are, it helps you, doesn't it? it oh, it, oh, it, it does. It, Ask yeah. Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets who dominated last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you kind of know what what they want to do, then you kind of gives you an advantage. But that's not the case here. This guy just doesn't like Napier would have had 
some of that. He would have known how Nick Saban likes to close. He, But what I heard from him, or what, what it came out, the reason he said no was they told him two, got, two of the coaches he had to hire. Okay? And I don't know who those two coaches were. I don't know if it was two guys on the staff. I don't know if he was told you have to keep Kevin Steele. I don't know if he was told you have to you know, keep this guy or there's two guys out there that you have to talk to. And they say that that's the reason he did not take the job. So, so we'll see. Uh, so let me see what this Auburn hired the great value, Chris Peterson. <laughs> that might be the comment of the year right there. That's <laughs> I have to put that up. On, okay. That, yeah. You <laughs> might have to like send him a shirt or something that that was solid. <laughs> That is awesome. Auburn hired the great value. I didn't understand what he was saying at first, but Dion, uh, Deshaun Washington said, Auburn has hired the great value, Chris Peterson. In other words, uh, he's not the name brand. He's the great value brand. So, hey, great value. I I made the joke a few weeks ago when we played Arkansas, Martin, that that field was so bad that they were playing on the great value field. Because you know that's that's they're near the home base of Walmart. Uh huh. <laughs> so I tried to be funny, but it didn't work. Yeah, that's. Oh my goodness, that that's pretty good. Though. That, that that was a pretty good comment. So, anyway, man, that is that is that is hilarious. Uh, let's go ahead and get the break here. Coming back, we'll talk about those. Uh, Alabama got a, a lot of awards. Uh, a couple people got snubbed. A couple people probably shocked that they're on the list. We'll talk about that more right here up next on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we don't see any problems on the roadways on this Wednesday morning. Traffic fairly light. But, of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end saving spectacular is on now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, where the deals will make you say, wow, I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization 
your school, your church, your family? Are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Hello, I'm Martin Houston. And while I get really excited about football season, I love the holiday season even more. Merry Christmas from the Tide 109 family and the Martin Houston Show. Roll Tide. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Roll Tide 100.9. We hadn't got to that SEC. It's so much to talk about. And, uh, and not enough time to get it all in in an hour, but uh, let's quickly get to Chuck, and then we'll come back and talk about a few of these uh, awards that were given out to the Crimson Tide. Chuck, you in with the Martin Houston Show? What's on your mind, man? Good morning, brother Houston. Uh, you, uh, you all were talking about about the, the new uh, about the uh, new Auburn hire. I um, I am. Um, I just told uh, the viewers yesterday with my comment. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they would. Uh, uh, hire someone that uh, no one's expecting. That's exactly what happened. You know, we you know talk about all the, the different names uh, that, we, that should be looked at, and but uh, yeah, I had a feeling they would get somebody like like uh, Brian Harson. Not taking anything away from him, not saying he he can't coach, but uh, is you know he's not one of those names that you use that just pop out. And uh, also, while I have you on the phone, another thing to get to uh, our friend who uh, who who looks like a. Uh, Actor Randy Quaid, who act like him uh, as Eddie Griswold, Van Mullen, they have some problems in the in Gainesville, Florida. So they place him on one year probation. Yeah, well, you know, we talked about yesterday, uh, Chuck, that um, Mullins was uh, clearly uh, a guy who uh, is immature uh, and undisciplined, yeah. and uh, that's why his program. Is sitting. Think about how good Florida is. I mean, Florida's a good team, but what is their record? Record is um, I know they dropped three games already. <laughs> yeah, they're eight and three. I mean, yeah, but they're but but technically they are a really good team if you think about they it. Are. But they they lost to LSU uh, most likely because of lack of discipline and arrogance. And they lost to Alabama uh, partly because of lack of discipline uh, in key moments and key uh, opportunities uh, that now, of course, Alabama let some things slip by as well. But Florida, when you're playing against a team like Alabama, you cannot afford to be disciplined and beat yourself because they're more talented than you. And if they played more disciplined than you, then you're not going to beat them. And that's what happened uh, this past Saturday. Uh, thanks, Chuck. And I, and I do agree that Auburn did end up hiring somebody that nobody expected, but I don't think that was their choice. I think that was out of necessity. All right. Exactly. Uh, th- thanks for those comments, Very Chuck. Have a blessed day. All right. All right. 
Let's get to some of these SEC awards, uh, Joe. I mean, were, were uh, James, were you surprised or shocked by any of them? Um, as uh, Alabama, Nick Saban, Coach of the Year, SEC Coach of the Year, Devontae Smith, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, Patrick Sertain, uh, Sertain, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Special Teams Player of the Year, Jake Camarda, uh, Georgia, um, okay, um, you know, th- th- those are okay. Scholar Athlete of the Year, Mac Jones. Uh, the Jacob Blocking Trophy, uh, they gave it to Landon Dickerson and Alex Leatherwood, co- co-brothers there, and, and you can see uh, that connection between those guys. Um, any shock shocks yet on anybody I named? One? Well, no, not, not with anybody you named, Martin. But, Martin, mm. please make sense of this for me. How does Will Riker not get the best kicker in college football? Hey, listen. Not only did he not only did he not get uh best player in I mean best kicker in college football, which he's up for that award, um, and he may still get it. But how does he not he didn't make first team, second team, or third team? You know what his stats are? I'm gonna just say this number out loud. He's perfect. 85 of 85. 85 of 85. Do you understand that there are kickers who don't kick 73 extra points their entire career because of the way the uh, you think about how many points offensive players and teams are scoring now? There are <laughs> there are guys who have played their entire career. And the teams they played for would score 20-something touchdowns, and they kicked for three years. So they would end up with 60, 70 kicks a year. I mean, for their career. He was 73 for 73 without a miss on the extra points. And 12 for 12, he was perfect. Did he get the same treatment that Nick Saban uh, gets? Um, C.J. Watson said he's a product of Bama fatigue. You can't argue with that. Um, I think the only reason he didn't get first team, because the, the winner of the first team was the kicker from LSU, and I think the only reason he got it is because of the game against Florida where he made a 57-yarder in the fog. I, I could understand that to some degree, but to not make second some- or third team is ridiculous. How do you give it one kick? One kick. That you, you cannot give these awards on one play. It's supposed to be about the season. And I'm telling you, that's why they need to stop letting coaches and stuff vote on these because these coaches, what coach went and look, what coach went and looked at a kicker? Alabama, you don't know Alabama's kicker because we've not needed him per se, and he's just done his job. But what about what about the one game we won that we were in danger of losing? How big was Will? Was, how big was Alabama's Will Rikers kick against Georgia at the end of the half when it comes to uh, momentum and then us taking over the game? Huge. How important was that? Huge. That was as big as the kick that that guy made that night. I mean, 
here he is. If he doesn't make that kick, we miss that. Man, you may be looking at a totally different outcome in the second half. It's just frustrating. So th- that that was bad. <laughs> I, I guess Somebody the other said, one for me quickly, Martin, was yo, Mal- Malachi Moore not not getting any love. I, he, I, I think he, he got second team, didn't he? I think he did, but he. Uh, I was a little shocked that he didn't do better, to be honest. He had a good well, year. Well, what, what, what about this, James? Dylan Moses is the first all first team All SEC linebacker, and 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 Christian Harris is second team. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that that that's really bad. Somebody just drove off the road, James. Somebody <laughs> just somebody literally just drove off the road because how in the world did anybody vote on Alabama football and and. Uh, I'm not being ugly to Dylan Moses. I wish the young man nothing but the best. I actually hope he comes back. I've actually heard he is going to come back. But either way, either way, how you put Dylan Moses in front of Christian Harris. Now, I'm not saying Dylan Moses or Christian Harris are the best three linebackers in the SEC. But I know who's been the best linebacker on Alabama's football team. And that has been Christian Harris. Not Dylan Moses, and Christian Harris was second team. So, uh, real quick, and then we'll get to break here. Uh, <clears throat> some of the guys that that, that got uh, other awards. Um, you had the all nine players make the first team. You had Najee Harris, uh, Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson, Leatherwood, Deontay Brown, and then on the defensive side of the ball, Christian Barmore. Patrick Sertain and Dylan Moses. That's first team. Uh, second team was Christopher Allen. I'm sorry. I said Christopher Hare. Christopher Allen, uh, Malachi Moore, and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle made it as a second team guy. And uh, by the way, Christian, Christian Christian Harris did not make any of the um, um, teams, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go to here and just double check myself. Uh, Dylan Moses, first team. Second team linebacker uh, would be uh, Christopher Allen. Uh, and then third team linebacker. Oh, yeah, that's Will Anderson Jr. Uh, and so Christian Harris did not make any special team. I mean, any all SEC team, by the way, James. What, what are they doing, man? Do they even watch these not games? Make, he, he did not. Uh, make <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> that is so bad. That is so bad. Uh, I think someone's saying that uh, Will Rikert made the freshman team. <laughs> what? So what? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, he didn't. Con- he didn't make it where it counts. Congratulations on making the all freshman team when you were the best kicker in the league. So Christian Harris didn't. I don't think he made any teams. I I've looked through this and I I. I Got Christopher Allen and uh, Christian Harris mixed up. Christopher Allen, congratulations to him for making it. And Will Anderson uh, made third team. And, uh, but overall, just kind of crazy. We'll talk more about those awards maybe next week. Next week we'll talk about the Notre Dame game. But coming up next, we're going to get into our Christian moment of the week with Scotty Hollins, uh, Johnson Marshall Dentistry, uh, Christian moment of the week. It's crazy to think that, that these awards – Coaches or whoever's voting for them, um, 
just could not have watched the games, Mr. Ludeman. Uh, there's no way, but anyway, we'll, we'll move on and maybe Scotty Hollins can give us a little bit of peace over, uh, what appears to be some serious snubs by, uh, the SEC in terms of some of the Alabama players and what they were awarded for. Will Nick Saban, Devontae Smith and Najee Harris and Mac Jones get national awards? I think so as they're finalists for a lot of big awards. We'll see what they bring home in the next couple of weeks. Coming up next, we have the Christian Moment of the Week with Scotty Hollins presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we don't see any problems on the roadways on this Wednesday morning. Traffic fairly light. But, of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end saving spectacular is on now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, where their deals will make you say, wow, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. On this Christmas Eve Eve, I'm Jade Nicole with your news headlines. The $900 billion COVID relief bill passed by Congress has hit an unexpected, although welcome snag, as President Trump wants to increase payments to individuals. A UAB health expert says COVID cases could double amid Christmas celebrations. Governor Ivey offers an award in an October attempted murder case, and the whole community is rocked by the death of a Holt High School senior. Details on these stories and more on the way. For the latest in local news delivered without a paywall, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Hello, I'm Martin Houston, and I'm so excited about this time of the year because it represents not just football, but the season of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On behalf of Harvest Church and the Martin Houston Show, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and invite you to join Harvest Church on Sundays at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. where we're creating and enabling faithful followers of Christ. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Martin Houston Show and Harvest Church. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no Welcome back into the show. It's time for the Martin Christian moment of the week with Scotty Hollins uh, of Blueprint Ministries. He's here to encourage us on this Christmas edition of the Martin Houston Show of how important this season is. And I always say, God so loved the world that he gave. What did love Mm. you to do? Uh, Mm. It prompts me to give. He so loved that he gave. Jesus so loved that he gave. 
What does love prompt you to do? Here's Scotty Hollins to challenge us with the Christmas message of selfless love. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning. I am doing fantastic. And how are you? I'm blessed, man. Awesome, awesome. Hey, I just want to talk this morning. Um, just think about this. Um, you know, something you guys hear me say so often, um, and, and, and I can ask a question. What's the greatest gift that God could ever give us? Um, and um, when you think about, um, you know, one of my favorite verses, uh, Martin, is uh, just um, a child is born, but a son was given, you know? Um, just thinking about the fact that we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior who came, and John fifteen thirteen shows us what selfless love really is. Um, it's, uh, Jesus is speaking to his disciples in the last week of his life, and he says this. Jesus says, greater love has no one than this, that you lay down your life for your friend. Right? Lay down your life for your friend. And, and guess what? When you lay down your life for your friend, uh, when you lay down your life for anyone, then that means you're doing what's best for them no matter what it costs you. That's exactly what Jesus Christ did for us. He did what was best for us. We needed a Savior. We needed someone to live a perfect life. We needed someone to die on the cross for our sins. Um, and we needed somebody to raise on the third day to prove that they really were who they, who they said they were. And, and Jesus did all three. Um, and it cost him his very life. Um, and, and again, if you think it was easy, you go to the Garden of Gethsemane and you see in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, Father, if there's any other way for this to happen, can you take this cup away from me? And he says, but nevertheless, not my will. It's not about me. Not my will, uh, but your will be done. So so the part of my message I want to share today was just about, you know, think about the, the heart of what Jesus Christ did. Um, uh, just Just how selfless he had to be. Um, it says he was obedient to the point of death. And he says to the point of death on the cross, uh, the, the, the death on the cross was, was like the death of a criminal. It was a, it was a shameful death because you were hung up on a cross and you were, um, hung up in front of lots of people, uh, you know, for people to see that was shameful part. But then it was also meant to be a torture, uh, device as well. The cross was. And so Jesus had the most shameful, most torturing death, and he, oh, he submitted himself to the Father to die, guess what, for us. He was obedient to the Father, but he was obedient for us because of his selfless love. And so I want to encourage us, you know, over these, as you think about the holiday, as you think about Christmas and what it's all about, I want you to understand these three quick brief things. And, and so this is kind of the second part of the message. Uh, but it, it over, overflows out of selfless love. Listen, the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. And he chose to give his son so that we could place our faith in him and have a relationship with him for all eternity. So the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. But check this out. The greatest gift that you could ever give him is yourself. Like God, all God wants is you. So over this Christmas holiday, if you don't think you got the, the, the perfect gift, if, if, if something just, you know, you think, man, I, I just make sure that, you know, of course, as we end 2020, make sure that, that you embrace the greatest gift, um, which is Jesus Christ, uh, which means you start your relationship with him here and now, and it'll, it'll go throughout all eternity. But then second, make sure that you give him, if you haven't given your life to Christ, make sure you give God the greatest gift that he wants, which is you. All he wants is you. That's all you got to give him. 
is, is your life, your heart. Um, surrender your life to him. And, and guess what? Um, if you already know him, then submit your life to him and walk in a submitted way. L- live a surrendered life, um, a, a life of lordship. Live life off the throne. Finally, guys, if you can't think of what to give someone, the greatest gift that you could ever give, <laughs> guess what? It's him. He's the greatest gift that we could ever give. And so uh, I'll tell you this. If you bought somebody a gift that you think, man, they are going to love this, they, you know, they'll, they'll never forget this gift. Let me tell you this. If they don't have Jesus, then offer that as well. Because guess what? He is the greatest gift. And if you haven't figured out the greatest gift you could give somebody, understand that that is it. Um, because that's the gift that, again, lasts throughout all of eternity. And um, uh, and so, Martin, I just wanted to uh, finish uh, 2020 that way, uh, just talking about the selfless love of Christ, and then just the, thinking about He's the greatest gift, uh, but also He wants our lives, and finally, He wants us to, to continue to share the gospel as we uh, present Christ to others. Scotty, beautiful message uh, as we end uh, today's program. I just, uh, and this kind of uh, reminds me, all of that love that you talked about all resulted mm. in giving. If you, if mm. you, if he loved us, he gave. Jesus loved you, mm. said he gave. If you mm. love him, you'll give yourself. If wow. you love others, you'll give the message. I mean, wow. it, it's interesting. That's a preacher right there, Martin. Hey, you, 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 you definitely a preacher, man. <laughs> and, and so when you think about that, let's let's turn this season, uh, this holiday, uh, on his head by not worrying and focusing so much on what we can receive. But wow. what we can give, so mm. uh, that, that that I love that message. Uh, I, that's mm. what I've been preaching this Christmas is let's turn it on his head and, and make it about giving. Because if mm. all of a sudden all of us start giving, we won't have to worry about receiving because we'll always be getting because everyone else wow. is giving. So, wow. uh, man, thank you so much. I wish you and your family uh, a you. very merry Christmas. Uh, thank you for being a part of the program. Uh, we'll be back here next week, uh, but uh, you guys make sure that you all have a very Merry Christmas, and and may you get all uh, that you desire, but may you give Jesus during this holiday season. Thanks, Scotty. Love you, man. Wow. What 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 a word. Let, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, man, guys, I want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for all that you guys do. Uh to make this show uh, part of your day and, and, and I wish you a Merry Christmas to you and your family and uh, we'll catch you on Monday uh, spend some time with family and friends love you guys <laughs>